Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Man on the Post Weekend Review. My name's Chris, and joining me this weekend, I've got Dave. Hello, hello. And we've got the boss himself, Ross. Hello. How are you both? Good, mate, good. Aye, not bad at all, thank you. Aye, good weekends? Uh, yeah, Leeds tried to ruin it, and I'm about to lose my job, but after that, yeah, it's all right. Excellent. <laughs> well, I'm not sure where to go now, Dave saves me. Uh my, my, as far as I know, my job is not under threat, and Newcastle tried to ruin my weekend, but failed. So. I say Ross is only here because both our teams drew nil nil this weekend, uh, <laughs> but then didn't didn't you guys lose? Ross was <laughs> yeah. Wigan. Why would we eat them? Excellent. Anyway, they've enough won, of the lower um, league football. Just on that, they've won two games away from home in the last thirty-seven games. Guess what they've both been at? Really, both at, both at the mighty Wigan. Uh, no, they've won two away games in the last thirty-seven away games they've played. Both at Ellen Road. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. They love well, it, though. We can, yeah, they've got, like, uh, they're at £10 million uh, AC Milan guy, and... <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Murphy, yeah, the only mil- the uh, only US international born in Milton Keynes. <laughs> I thought that was really weird when they were profiling me in the week. Uh, right, on to proper football, then, he says. Um, yeah. So, Saturday, full range of Premier League games this weekend, uh, most of them on Saturday. Uh, we were treated to the early kickoff of Leicester versus Chelsea, uh, where Leicester drew 2-2. Uh, two goals from Rudiger on his 100th uh, appearance for Chelsea. Uh, goals from uh, Harvey Barnes, who apparently has scored like three in his last five, or something Oops. like that now. And uh, Ben Shilwell, who I still think he's probably in some of the worst form uh, in the Premier League at the moment. Uh, interesting talking points for this one, then. I'll let you two go out here. Is uh, 38-year-old Willy Caballero coming in for Kepa? <laughs> it had to happen eventually, didn't it? I mean, old uh, Chris Packard hands had been getting a lot of abuse <laughs> for you know not saving anything. And all these stats get ruled out. About, I think he has the worst save percentage in Europe or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. uh, so you can't really ignore that for too long. The world's most expensive goalkeeper. Yes, as well. <laughs> I I thought he was younger. He's twenty five, isn't he? Is he? See, quite, I, quite see that, I know that he's still quite yeah. young in goalkeeper turns, unless I'm wrong and he's younger. But because he looks like he's about twelve, <laughs> but but like I'm sure when they were profiling him and like saying he was like he was like twenty, he's older than I expected him to be. Because I I thought he'd come in at like a, a twenty one. He was still quite like like De Gea was when he came into United mm. uh, and stuff like that, but. Caballero is funny. See him for that second goal. You know, what he yes, was doing, well, just wandering around. Chilwell put in the worst cross in the world <laughs> yeah. and he just followed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I say, did, did Caballero just do him a favour by not having a, a great game himself, to yeah. be fair? This is what you could have won. Go back to, go back to Kepa. Well, he still saved one shot from Vardy, which, <laughs> <laughs> which you know. <laughs> 
My challenge That's the level. Do you think Caballero keeps his place? Because if you if you send in a message, it can't just be on dropping you for one game and bringing you back in, can it? They're playing Man United on Monday. Uh, on, well, on the 17th, got two weeks until they're playing yeah, Man United, Chelsea. It's, mm-hmm. it's a while away. I mean, it's a cold window. There's a risk Caballero might not survive that long. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I think Kep will be back in for that game, in truth, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so for, speaking of returns, Jamie Vardy came back for Leicester. Uh, he was on the bench for the Carabao Cup game, wasn't he? But I, mm. I, I believe he didn't come on. Um, he looked lively. Yeah. Chelsea do look like they need the winter break, though. I think. Like um, Tammy Abraham, I don't know if he's injured or uh, something, but well, he doesn't look like the player from the beginning of the season. Well, this is what really annoys me about. Lampard and Tommy Abraham because Abraham's been carrying an injury forever and he against, yeah. against uh, Arsenal he I think he, what did he do Clyde in the advertising horns or something mm. yeah yeah he, he smashed he smashed he, 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 um, he could barely walk the remainder of that game so they left him out of the FA Cup game a couple of days later and then he was, apparently he was training this week but he was still in a lot of pain but they still played him because Batshuayi is what like not allowed to play yeah, he's on the bench every week. Yeah, yeah, every week. get on the pitch. He sits there watching. Scores yeah. pretty much whenever he plays. Granted, most I was going to say, it's not like Batshuayi isn't a decent striker. I know. <laughs> I know. He's like, oh, no, I know what I'll do this week. We'll play Tammy Abraham. And he, he doesn't look fit. And he missed a couple of chances where he'd been a bit sharper. It wasn't mm. he, it wasn't he missed them. He just didn't get on the end of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just think he just needs a rest. And obviously, they've got two weeks off now. Surely, if he'd let the rest of them here, he would have had the best part of a month off. We've yeah. been raring to go again, but I just don't understand it. Yeah, it's really, really strange. Uh, do you think he should have had a penalty? Uh, possibly, but I think <clears throat> I think as soon as it wasn't given by the on-field ref, VR were never going to overturn it. Never it, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that obvious, but um, Soyan Chu, who has also fallen off a cliff a bit recently, haven't been yep. imperious mm-hmm. for a few months. Uh, now looks like the uh, the lunatic we thought he was. Do you think his place is under threat now they've brought in Ryan Bennett from Wolves in quite possibly one of the strangest signings of deadline day? <laughs> no, I think somehow his position is now safer than ever. <laughs> you know, I know Ryan Bennett's played quite a few games for Wolves in the Premier League, but you know, to to bring in a 29 year old defender on loan and then loan out um, right. a quite a highly rated young defender. Yeah, yeah, well, Ryan, like minutes later, Ryan Bennett's maybe been bought in to make Wes Morgan look good. Like, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, Johnny Evans might have for his place after that miss. Free header. Yes, that header. Yeah. Um, we'll stay with Leicester for a second. It's a good job Tommy Abraham didn't drop too deep, else he'd risk being cut down to pieces <laughs> by Hamza Chowdhury. Uh, how how is this guy getting in a Premier League team? It didn't even get booked this week, is it? It, it, it's absolutely insane. He, I think I said on Twitter yesterday, he must have grown up watching videos of Lee Catamol because he's <laughs> literally just, he just fogs it around. I don't know if it's because he's so tall and gangly that when he makes those Vieira-style challenges where he wraps his whole body around his opponent, he just ends up flooring them and, or elbowing them in the face. <laughs> but, you know, Brandon Rogers, I know he's a shithouse and stuff like that, but he seems to generally like, like his teams to play a bit of football. Yeah. And yet, Hamza Chowdhury is the exact opposite of that. He, he's 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 just a shit house. Well, he managed Celtic for so long that he must have got used to having that Scott Brown type player in central midfield, and he, that's why Chowdhury's just playing every week. He feels safe with that guy in there. 
you know, there's obviously a player there because he's very highly rated, isn't he? I know when he was yeah. with the the England youth setup, he's quite highly rated there until he tried to kill somebody. Uh, obviously, he doesn't like the northeast of England because he has a thing for you know people people in where, where Dave lives because uh, <laughs> he, he loves he loves her in Geordies. Um, but yeah, um, I, I just I just don't see it. So I, I don't get how he seems to get away with it week in week out when you've got players, you know, like your Jackers, uh, your Jefferson Lermers, who, who we'll mm. come on to later, who only have to look at somebody and a yellow card is waved in their direction. Yeah, isn't he? Is an odd one. Because like he, say, has a rep- he has a reputation amongst fans, doesn't he, of being a bit of a thug? Yeah, but re- referees and and his management don't seem to see it. I think there's a good player there as well, though. Yeah, as I said, there must be, because I say so many people speak highly of him, but yeah. like, he, he just seems to lose his head. Like, I don't know if you ever saw when he got sent off for England under 21s, was it? Oh, in the summer. Yeah, yeah, and he literally, it was assault. <laughs> yeah, he broke a man's leg, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he's given away a penalty as well. Like, it wasn't yeah. like it was just like a 50 50. Yeah. And he said he felt bad afterwards. Oh, that's like, right. He, he hasn't done anything to take that shithousery out of his game. Uh, you know, you say Matt Ritchie, who who seems indestructible at times. He took him out, didn't he? Yeah, for for a good four months as well. Yeah, in a calling, in well, in a League Cup game as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, what's fine. What I like about him is, uh, you know, when Beatty Sport do the graphics for like the pitch, the formation at the start. Yeah. And I, I, I have little pictures of the players, but because his hair's so big, it cuts off, <laughs> and he has like a proper like flat head. <laughs> That's like, there's, there's, there's something to like there then. Um, so yeah, Chelsea, but Chelsea have been a bit out, out of sorts in recent in weeks. Uh, so have Leicester. Um, obviously, the, the, they got a draw out of this, which I, I suppose they'll see as a decent result. Um, I think me and Dave spoke about it last week. What's your opinion on Leicester's form in recent weeks, Ross? Yeah, it's patchy. I think the last time I was on there with you, they were they were the only real serious challenges to Liverpool, and now mm-hmm. they're no one's a serious challenges to Liverpool. But yeah, it's been patchy. They could have really sewn up second place and they could City haven't been any great shakes either so mm-hmm. I was going to say I think City, City had a one today they could have overtaken yeah Leicester, when Leicester had quite a gap at one stage yeah I mean it's a shame for them because I, th- I think they'll still finish top four because the, the, the gap to fifth I've just realised Sheffield United are in fifth place in the Premier League it's disastrous mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well they're, but, not, they're not now because of Spurs Spurs won so. oh yeah yeah oh, Spurs yeah. have just knocked uh, them down thank god cheers Spurs but yeah, they've got what Spurs are twelve points behind Leicester with a much worse goal difference. So yeah, I'd be very surprised if that gets overturned. Champions League should be for them, which is that's a good season, isn't it? I, th- I would say so. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Uh, could have won it though. Could have took all three points. Uh, Harvey Barnes missed a sitter right towards the end as well. Mm. Oh, that was bad. Bad miss. He's um, a very good player. Though. I want to see him in the England squad. It'd be exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of talk uh, throughout the last month uh, regarding Chelsea. Obviously, their transfer ban overturned and then seemed to forget that it had been <laughs> overturned uh, by being linked with a lot of players and not signing anybody. Um, what, what do you think is happening there? It, 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 it seems strange to, to, to be... It's quite well known they've got a lot of money to spend and they haven't been able to buy anybody for a window and yet nothing of any substance seems to have happened. They've still got Giroud. They have. They ruled Frank Lampard ruled out selling him because they couldn't bring in a replacement. Right. Okay. I thought they'd released him. No. Every team in Europe was looking at him. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, released. I don't know if you remember when they played Arsenal a few weeks ago. They bought on a young right back. Yeah. Uh, something Lamptey, 
Yes. And uh, everyone was raving, like football Twitter was raving, like he's going to be the next big, you know, Chelsea youngster. Uh, they sold him to Brighton. I'm trying to say that, don't I? Uh, apparently, he's refused to sign a new contract with the club, uh, you know, because obviously when you're seeing the likes of Cesar ask for a letter uh, and that player ahead of you, uh, mm. you might think, fucking hell, I'm doomed. Um, <laughs> but yeah. It, it, it seems because it, it's clear that Lampard now has players who he won't pick. So like your yeah, Emerson's, yes. you uh, what is what's that other shit one? Alonso's uh, yeah. at left back, you know, aren't being played. William, who apparently almost left in January, was dropped for this game as well for Hudson Adoy, who's been in and out of form this season. But yeah, to bring in no to no quite, players. To be quite honest, Lampard picked what looked like a Carabao Cup team for this. With he had Caballero, he had Rich James, he had um, Pedro came back from. Rhys James has played most games this season now, hasn't he? He has in the last couple of months, but uh, you know, obviously Aspilicueta has had the right back slot for the most of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is really a kind of a changeover for them. They've got rid of a lot of the kind of, wouldn't say old guard, but players who've been around a while. Um, yeah. And it's, it was needed, but I, I'm surprised I haven't bought anybody in. Yeah, they seem, they seem very disjointed as well because obviously Aspilicueta was playing on the left position he hasn't played uh, for a considerable amount of time. I think he first played there when he first joined Chelsea. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then they're, they're playing. Kante seems to be playing out of position because he doesn't. He looks a shadow of the player he used to be. And this whole Chelsea team, they, they have no impetus going forward. They start quite well, but if you watch towards the end of this game, uh, I think at one point Kovacic was screaming at his teammates. Because he had nowhere to play a forward ball to. It was like watching England in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're in for a big summer, aren't they? But we all thought they were in for a big January. Well, yeah. <laughs> and and then they've bought no one. You know, is it a case of, you know, do, do the board not trust Lampard to give him money? Or are they just thinking, oh, you know, we're, we're still in the top top four. Uh, we'll, yeah, have a big summer. Yeah, that's a success this season, yeah. You know, we we spoke about how they're running Abraham into the ground, which is all England need with internationals coming up and no fit English strikers. No fit strikers yeah. Um, yeah, really, really strange. Do you think they'll stay in the top four? Yes. Okay. I think they will, but only because of the lack of consistency from everyone else in the league. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, Spurs and Sheffield United are the closest challengers. Uh, I think Man United and Wolves are probably outside. outside yeah. That, but... It's 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 between that small group and I say, I think they have a five point advantage. Is it? It's four points to Spurs and five points to Sheffield United and Man United. Yeah, so they, they should be all right. Okay, then. So we'll go on to the three o'clock. So we might as well start with the champions, haven't we? Um, second best in this game to Southampton came away four nil winners. <laughs> how how how, does, how even the highlights made this look like <laughs> if you were listening to this on the radio and were partial here, you'd think Southampton would have won. Um, 42 games unbeaten now uh, equals Nottingham Forest's record I believe yep. uh, leaves them 7 games shy of the Invincibles 6 games away from the title yeah, yeah. <laughs> all this is completely past me by I couldn't give a shit either way I don't support to win this league so I don't want to be bothered by Liverpool it's 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 insane, and obviously <laughs> Liverpool Twitter is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, it uh, is because like Jesus Christ, like so. There's a lot of talking points in here, but you have to be. I found you have to be very careful when talking about Liverpool now <laughs> because if you say anything detrimental, yeah, it's a trigger. 
Oh, yeah. It's the all like you bad mouth MacGyver type thing where you end up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I suppose the first place I'm going to start is one. Why would James Ward Prowse uh, playing at right back? Um, I suppose that's what happens when you sell your right back. Yeah. Uh, and um, Andy Robertson's pass back. I think he was trying to play it off the forward to get a goal kick because he didn't. If he, he didn't get blasted. Um, but still, Allison shouldn't have picked it up. I don't know how he got away with it. Ninety-nine times out of hundred, he kicks that ball. Mm. I, I, I do not get how the whistle wasn't blown because it, it looked like a pathway. Because it's Liverpool, Chris. But you're not allowed to say that, because <laughs> then people get very angry with you. Um, I th- I'm sure uh, uh, you know to, to even it out. Maybe Firmino should have had a penalty. Uh, and that wasn't given either. Um, I think that one yeah. was really scruffy, wasn't it? That one? It would have yeah. been a red card as well, because Long's made no attempt to play the ball. Yeah. And it's yeah. definitely an obvious goal score opportunity, because he was about three centimetres out, about to head again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought Liverpool were really sloppy in this, from what I saw of the game. And then, yeah, Dan, I, I genuinely believe Danny Ings should have had a penalty. Uh, Fabinho yeah. kind of dangled a leg, didn't he? Yeah. He, he, yeah. he, he, he took a bite at him. I think the fact that Ings was already stumbling is why he didn't get the penalty. Yeah. And that, of course, led to their, Liverpool's first goal in it as well. Yeah, so they went straight up there, Brendan. A great move. Absolutely yeah. great move. I did notice in this game as well, Liverpool seemed to play a lot more long balls. Mm. Not not in a horrible Sean Dyche kind of way. It's um, direct but, attacking yeah, football. Yeah, there, there, there was a lot more direct football than the, than the, the passing build-up. You know, they, they, they seem to be mixing up this season, which is, which, which is quite impressive. But... Um, but yeah, yeah, we're straight up the other end. A few passes later, um, put, put the ball in the back of the net, uh, which obviously grates. But you know, you know, obviously you can't say that it should have been a penalty because that makes you uh, a Man United fan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently. <laughs> what uh, was yeah. um, Alex McCarthy doing for Oxley Chamberlain goal? He just stood there. I don't yeah. think he expected him to hit. Just him, like threw he? his hands up in the air. Like, what do you expect him to do with that? Uh, I don't no. know. <laughs> I think he probably expected one of his centre backs to close him down. <laughs> yeah, he had plenty true. of time to like switch it. Out of his left foot, didn't he? Yeah, he came from off the wing, didn't he? All the way to the middle of the goal. Salah's finished, though, for the third goal. Where mm. oh, he just dink, dinks it over McCarthy like uh, he wasn't there. Very nice. But, again, I think the keeper should probably do better. Because like, the, yeah. the angle he was running at, like, there's only one finish he could do there, really. Mm-hmm. And McCarthy just got the way of it. So. <laughs> it's really strange. But, yeah, so Southampton, still impressive. Consider it, it. It must be really hard to go into that dressing room after that and be all right, lads. I know you've lost four yeah. nil. You played really, really well <laughs> against the team that are the champions of the Premier League at the, at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's difficult with Liverpool because I say that they are absolutely running away with the league, and that they 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 are there on merit, but they're not playing very well at all. I think Dave said that, asked the other week about you know is. If this team, you say they're forty-two games unbeaten, but are they a better team than like like you know your Invincibles, like your Man City team uh, that've yeah. got impressive records in the league? And I, I still generally don't think they are a better team. There's no challenge. There's no, no one in this league has challenged them this season. They they do look very casual. It, I, yeah. They do look like they've got the title wrapped up and they're literally playing out the last few games of the season. Yeah. Which, which is mad. Um, I, I am seeing a lot of. Um, a lot of people whose opinions I actually do respect bigging up Jordan Henderson this season, though, which which is not because I'm quite a fan of Jordan Henderson. Um, but does that show that the rest of the team aren't really shining if Jordan Henderson? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's coming to form at a great time because it's that time of year when everyone votes for Player of the Year and whatever. 
Um, and I think, oh, God, he's going to win his PFA think, Player I, of the Year, I, isn't I, he? That's what I'm saying. I, think, I think he will. Like I said, it's that time of year when people are starting <laughs> to vote, and he uh, he has played well recently. Like he has, no one's a dragon. Seven goals this year. Mm-hmm. He's scored quite a few recently as well, hasn't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. You mean? Yeah. You know, because obviously, you know, you vote for your Player of the Year when there's still 14 games to go. Yeah, of course you But yeah. There's no one's catching though, are they? I say they are 22 points clear after today's results. 18 point, 18 more points wins than the league. Between the way uh, the league's gone this season, they could stop playing now and they'd still win the league. Probably because I was, was going to say they, they could, they could. They, I think technically they could win one game and draw the rest. Yeah. And win the league. Um, so they could what? They could lose lose eight games and still win the league as well. And then obviously. They've got to play some of the teams chasing them. Still, if, if you're Man City, at what point do you sack off the Premier League and make it almost your third choice behind the Champions League and the FA Cup? Some point this afternoon, probably. Um, yeah, I, I think they've they've got to be. I think they're they're pretty much nailed on for a Champions League spot. Yeah. Uh, oh. Second, there's not much difference between second and third, really. Um, yeah, concentrate on the Champions League. This will be their, but they, they want to win the Champions League. This is probably their best chance to do that. Well, they've only got Real Madrid to play, so I mean, <laughs> they're probably, you know. probably better served looking after that than uh, you know trying to chase down a twenty-two point gap. Yeah, but do Liverpool do the same? Liverpool now could field. <laughs> Obviously, Jurgen Klopp's having a holiday. Um, you can take the rest of the season off, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, um, and um, you know, and say so you got a letter from someone saying there would to be no football. Um, but they, you know, they could be. Um, could they go down the route of being like, "Well, we've got this sewn up. Let's throw our bag." You know, obviously he doesn't give a fuck about the FA Cup because he never has no. done. Um, but they, he, he could go for a league and a um, European Cup double. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, you've already said they don't care what the FA Cup, which is fair. If I was, if I was in that position, I don't think I would either. Um, the thing you- is, when you're 22 points clear. The, the, the I've got to rest my squad excuse I, I, it doesn't really hold as much traction. Uh, if you were like two points clear and stuff like that, and you think right, mm. if I if I can get a bit of a rest here, I've got a bit of an advantage. You've got a twenty, you've got a seven game cushion. I know. <laughs> if you had the chance to go unbeaten for an entire season, and as you said earlier, the, the, what they're now second in the all time list of uh, unbeaten runs. Yeah, jo- joint second. Are you really going to be up by about one FA Cup year? Like this, this comes around once in a blue moon. The chance to go, well, 50 games is obviously the target to be the best. But you you always hear that those are the sort of records that players don't players and managers don't think about. They oh, don't pay yeah. any attention you, to the, let's uh, go and beat him. Arsene Wenger fucking cares about us. That's the only thing he's got to dine out <laughs> on for the last 15 years of his life. Um, I think if you get the chance to go unbeaten, it's not a decision you make in October, but if it gets to January and you, you're still unbeaten, and you're still in the Champions League as well, you think, well... This is not going to happen again for a long time. We said that when Arsenal did it 15 years ago. Exactly, exactly. It's, ta- it's taken this <laughs> yeah. long. You know, and it's yeah, it happened again 15 years later. And 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 the way teams are getting, get, as I say, this is a, a Liverpool team that I still maintain is not playing very well. I don't even think they're in the top three, like on the way they play. You know, I'm sure, like Leicester and Man City play much better football than them, uh, and stuff like that. So it, it, it does make it even more impressive that they are playing this. I won't say badly, but they're they're playing sloppy football, 
and stuff like that. You know, they they are very casual at times. Um, do you think it's because they're unbeaten for so long? Though? Did you think their opponents go in like a little bit, you know, on the back foot straight away? Like, oh god, these guys are like invincible. Possibly, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I read a stat the other day. There's something like nine of their of their first team have never lost a league game in Anfield. Jesus. <laughs> Insane. I mean, it's, it's not bad like this. <laughs> you know, it, so it's it's kind of like so when Arsenal went unbeaten for for forty nine games, obviously the, there was talk that they had that aura about them, so teams were instantly on the back foot. And yeah. obviously, the record ended against Man United, who were their rivals at the time. Because you, clearly, if you if you remember that fiftieth game, Man United were right up for that game. Yeah, like that. Man United went into that game. All they wanted to do was end that run. They didn't care about anything else. They wanted to end that run in such yeah. a way, you know, Wayne Rooney diving for the penalty, uh, you know, and then Wayne Rooney, you know, he's, the last time he celebrated like that was when it was buy one, get one free at the old granny brothel <laughs> down the road. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I, I but I haven't got Liverpool's fixtures in front of me. I, I'm trying to think, like, when are they going to come across a team who wants to beat them that badly? Because none of the teams around them get anything out of beating them, apart from to say, okay, we were the team. Well, that, that ended that run. I mean, Leicester played the one what Boxing Day, and we thought this would be the big, the toughest test. They got beat four nil. Uh-huh. <laughs> no one can get anywhere near them. There's only it's it's going to be some. It's going to be somebody shit, isn't it? Yeah, they'll lose to Palace or something like that. Five thirty yeah. on a Saturday, on the middle of March, just lose to Palace. Yeah, it, 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 it is going to be somebody shit. It's just going to you know Nigel Pearson's going to rock up at Anfield <laughs> and just be like right. Off you go. Last day of the season at St James's Park, so <laughs> It's too late by then, Dave. That, that I, I need them to be beaten around the end of February. You play them on the second of May. That's a treat. Yeah. If 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 someone could if someone could you know end this run in about four games time. That well unfortunately, Chris, time. they're playing at Norwich, West Ham, Watford, uh, Bournemouth. Say Nigel Pearson, it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, Everton, Everton, Everton. It'll be Bournemouth. Great, great guns. It will, won't it? It'll be Bournemouth. Very house saves Bournemouth. his job. Solanke closing in. That'll be it. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if Dominic Solanke scored the winner against fucking Liverpool? Oh, he's written in the stars, wouldn't he? he, he he'd never have to buy a pay for a point again. <laughs> Right. Okay. We, we started talking about Everton, so let's 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 move on to them. Uh, they visited Vicarage Road this week. Uh, Ancelotti's good run of form, I'd say patchy at best, mm. uh, continued. Uh, but they got their was it their third away win of the season. Uh, with thanks to Theo, Theo Walcott of all people scoring at a last minute winner. Uh, Watford two 0 up in this game thanks to goals from Messina and Pereira. Uh, then Yerry Mina just had. A good three minutes, basically, and scored the same goal twice. Um, <laughs> he was left unmarked completely for that second one. It's it's like did no one watch the World Cup? Yeah, well, there was no one watching three minutes ago when he did this exact same well, thing. This is kind of what we're expecting him to do after the World Cup, where we're like, ah, oh, he's he's a big man, he'll score a lot of goals, and he went like two years without scoring. Uh, but yeah, Watford seems to have a habit of conceding late goals. As well, under Nigel Pearson, uh, maybe, maybe you know that after they've run themselves ragged out of fear, yeah. um, <laughs> they, they get a bit tired. You wouldn't want to be in that dressing room. I'm sure the I'm sure the uh, commentator on Match Day when that when it was two two was like, I would not want to be in that dressing room at yeah. half time. Um, yeah, West Ham. Oh, sorry, uh, Everton looked um, quite bright in this game. Uh, even after Delft got sent off for, for two yellow cards, uh, they. I they thought that was fast right. as well, because he won the ball on both of those challenges. 
Mm-hmm. Winning the ball doesn't mean it's not a foul, though. Well, that no, that is a common misconception. Yeah. I think the first um, one wasn't really a foul. The second one was unnecessary, but yeah. I don't know. I thought um, Watford played pretty well. Going forward, just yeah, defensively, like I said, it just fell apart. And it turns out Craig Cathcart's not the solution after all. <laughs> um, really, really I good. mean, they've lost twice in injury time now in the last couple of games. Do we think, you know, Watford obviously had this great run when Pearson came in. Now, in many ways, the real challenge is picking them up after that. Because, mm. you know, we get, always get new manager bounce, or quite often we get new manager bounce, but now we've got Nigel Pearson unhappy bounce. <laughs> <so>. The reality <laughs> of Nigel <Michael> Pearson. <laughs> Well, to, to the thing is, the, the players only have to think, well, if we lose a couple more games, they'll sack him. <laughs> it's always a risk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know we'll, we'll bring somebody in less in, intimidating. Um, but yeah, uh, the only other thing I picked up in this game is that Everton fans do not like Alex Awobi. He's been injured for like two months. Wasn't it mm-hmm. his first game back? Yeah, I think so. All oh, right. And that, now was the time to pick on them, was it? Uh, uh, well, apparently, maybe they just spent their, uh, their their time watching a certain YouTube channel for the last couple of years, ah, maybe, and, yeah. and, and just built up their opinion based on that. Maybe they saw um, his paycheck that was released on Twitter. But hang on, hang on, what? I haven't seen this. Have you not seen that? No. A little good. I, ima- yeah. I, I imagine he's on decent money. Yeah, Alex Wobie's payslip is on Twitter. It's out there. That's probably why people hate him. I hate him because of that. Yeah, he's a good player, though. You know, thirty-five <laughs> million pound. Yeah. Richarlison did uh, a, lot, a lot of this, didn't he? The hundred million pound player. Maybe they told him to lay off a bit to, to, uh, <laughs> to keep, keep Barcelona away. That's the strangest story of deadline day. Would why are they offering that much money, and why are they rejecting that much money for him? So you'd have taken it, yeah. In the heartbeat, yeah. Really? Eighty-five million pounds was it? Yeah, eighty-five yeah. million. Are oh, these are Arsenal pay slips? I'm assuming you got a pay rise to move to Everton, though, surely. Is that a week's page? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, that's it, Wobie. Imagine when those pay slip leaks on Twitter. Mother, 159 grand a week. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> that's after tax. Ah, but it was only 59 grand until you put him in your all-time five-a-side team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, babe. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, he's on two hundred and fifty-seven grand. That's a, that can't be a week, surely. Surely, I don't know. Would he get paid weekly? It must be a month. You would think. Quarter of a million. Yeah, there's no. It's Arsenal's. No, that's got to be fortnightly at least. Uh, fucking hell! <laughs> Where are we? Uh, Vicarage Road. Um, uh, yeah, fucking hell, 257 pounds. <laughs> That's insane. Why would you tell me about that? Um, doesn't make me, uh, you know, is he a decent player to take in my all time top five um, five side team? Yeah. But yeah, he, he got a lot of great. He, he, he came off at the um, at, on Saturday and uh, Everton fans actually cheered louder than they did for either of the goals. <laughs> uh, strange. The only other question I'm going to ask them about this game, unless you guys have got anything to say, uh, Keane's um, assist, did he mean it? No, he was trying to shoot and missed. Dude, I thought he meant it. He looked, <laughs> he looked at Theo Walcott. Uh, but if you look at Theo Walcott, you go, that's a man I'll pass to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to finish this. That's the best finish Theo Walcott's done in months. It was a good as finish. Well. Like, as soon as it comes to him, if I hadn't have known that he scored a late winner, I'd have thought, this is going over the bar. I like his new hairstyle as well. He finally looks grown up. 
Well, he's, just, he's just trying to look less like Lewis Hamilton, isn't he? Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's a tough game. Is he, is, is he like 30 now as well? Walcott? Oh, yeah. He's, he's got to be. He's got, yeah, so he's, he's not exactly a young man anymore. He's got like, like two, three kids. I mean, what was he? In 2006, he must have been 17 when, it, he, when he was... Yeah. When Sven, yeah, I think he was 16 when, when he took him to the World Cup. When Sven, so, yeah. when Sven picked him over a hat and he was like, you, you will come to the World Cup. <laughs> I've, I've seen your name in the paper. Yeah. Okay, so we'll come on to other three o'clock then. Uh, West Ham entertained Brighton at the London Stadium. Uh, quite an entertaining game here. Three all. Um, goals from Diop and a double from Robert Snodgrass. Apparently it's his first Premier League double. Wow. Uh, they were both deflected. They were. Uh, the first one was pretty... Oh no, the second, wasn't it? The second one was the long range Outside one. the box, yeah. It was a nice strike. He was going on target, so yeah, maybe that's why he's been giving them. Uh, not many people, you know, thought he'd be getting in the team now. They've signed Jared Bowen as well, so you know <laughs> that that fire under his uh, under his bottom gets him playing. Uh, Ogbonna did his best to try and derail comedy uh, on goal, <laughs> comedy on goal, yeah. Uh, and then Christian Gross and good old Glenn Murray. Hang on, could, have been, do- Christian, could have been Christian, doing this in the black and white strike. Christian Gross did not score this goal. <laughs> <laughs> He's still waving around his metro ticket after after. Um... <laughs> After Alan Sugar. Uh, okay, so who is it? Pascal Gross. Oh, yeah, Christian Gross is there. Pa- pa- All right, I'm on a lot of tablets, Dave. Uh, the, pa- <laughs> the Pascal Gross goal is the greatest goal in Premier League history because it had everything. It had two West Ham defenders failing to clear a ball between them. Oh, it was amazing. And then one of them tried to do it and just fell over. And then, <laughs> and then Fabianski wiped him out and the ball just trickled in. It, it, it was shocking. It Masawaka, who had just come on the pitch, ah, seemed to forget what a football was uh, <laughs> or where he was. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then yeah, c- comes on. It's three one. Uh, yeah, sixty seconds later, it's three two. Um, absolute madness. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Murray though scoring at the equaliser. Um, it hit his hand though, didn't it? Well, I was really surprised this didn't get overturned. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it, well, I was surprised it did get overturned because it got ruled out originally. And you know, oh, did it, I thought, I thought oh yeah, well, it, got, it got ruled out. Glenn Murray ran away celebrating. Everyone's like, "Well, Glenn, sit down." And then he start, then he started pointing at his stomach and asked, "Oh well, maybe he's hungry." But he was saying that's where the ball hit him. And uh, I've seen the replay ten times. And I still can't really decide what it hit. So it's a really bad angle that you said. Really yeah, considering VAR hates goals, I thought I was going to say yeah. the, amount, the amount of angles they have for offsides. You'd think they'd be able to, you know, rotate it. Uh, yeah. a bit more yeah but I, I think it hit his hand yeah I, I, I say I was I, unless this had an angle which we didn't see I wouldn't have said there was a conclusive angle to say that uh, it definitely didn't hit his hand but I'm even more surprised now knowing that the on-field referee disallowed it then yeah because I thought I thought it had been given on the pitch and then they just hadn't disallowed it no they definitely got ruled out um and then ruled in. So, is it because he hasn't got long left, and they just thought, well, he hasn't scored for a while. Well, I was really, really surprised to see him picked for this game. Like he hadn't played for months. I say he started, yeah. started as well, first start in, yeah. in, in quite a while. And he completed him Euro summer, hasn't he? Well, I said this really will be starting because ta- <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, he's Abraham's going to be running the ground, and Kane's got no hamstring <laughs> left. Uh, he did look better than Sebastian Haller, though. Yeah, he looks uh, short of confidence, shall we say? <laughs> He's giving Joe Linton a run in the uh, <laughs> worst £40 million striker. Uh, at least Joe Linton goes up for headers. Uh, <laughs> Haller, he, he literally, I think he spent like that uh, from the bits of the game I saw. He literally just seemed to be, every time a ball was played in, you know, they've got some accomplished crosses of the ball at West Ham. Yeah. He literally just sits there watching the ball, like wandering around, like, what's that? 
<laughs> yeah, a bit like Masawaku did when the ball came towards oh. him after he came on. Um, yeah, it's really, really strange. Yeah, West, comedy on goal, West Ham defending. This, this, you could have played the Benny on music it's over most of this game. It would have been great. Uh, West Ham have now dropped the most points from a winning position this season. That's not a stat you want, is it? You know, um, you know they beat Bournemouth 4-0 the other week and we all thought David Moyes was the second coming. Um, <laughs> turns out Eddie Howe was just an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Fabianski came, came back in for this game. Made a few good saves. Uh, yeah. It could have been, it could have been much worse. Also punched the ball into the back of his defender's head, which then went in the goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big head, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, and stuff like that. Uh, Suchek looked quite lively. The uh, is he Czech? He totally, he totally passed me by. Who he is? Who he signed for? Why they signed him? Who he is? <laughs> like, I don't know. Nor do I care. Yeah, he, he, you know, he come, he come in on loan. Yeah, looked looked quite quite interesting. He was, in, I think, he was involved in uh, quite a lot of that, their early play and stuff. It looks like he, you know, if he settles, he, he could be pretty good. Um, but yeah, West Ham and Brighton three three. I wouldn't, you wouldn't have picked that result. No, that's all going in. Brighton had sixty five percent possession away from home. Yeah, they're, 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 seriously, they are a much different team. Yeah, uh, but so you got West Ham and now on the bottom three, twenty four points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man City away next, <laughs> which you wouldn't expect them to win. I know Man City aren't great, but I was going to say, yeah, you, you don't know which way that's going to go. But they're still, you know, better than West Ham, regardless how you look at it. Yeah, um, and Brighton are two points further up on twenty six. Yeah. I was surprised that going into this game, these two teams were quite close <coughs> together still, because it does appear like Brighton have had quite a good season. Yeah, and it's uh, Brighton v Watford as well next Saturday at half five. Don't want to miss that. Yeah. Cancel <laughs> all of my plans. <laughs> Brighton are ten points off Sheffield United in fifth or in sixth. Sorry, the league yeah, is ridiculous. The league is ridiculous. I mean, we were we were tenth for a brief spell yesterday, and we haven't won. <laughs> <laughs> we've won many games for a while. <laughs> wow. Disgusting. Ah, uh, Chris is gone. Well, yeah, he's just said the PC's crashed. PC's crashed. Shall we carry on? We'll carry on. We'll He'll, carry on, shall we? We'll come let's back. Talk, let's talk Newcastle Norris in, Dave. Oh, well, this won't take long. Finish 0 nil. Yeah, we were lucky to get nil. Um, Norwich really should have won this. Uh, the old XG was heavily in Norwich's favour, if you're a fan of oh, XG. Really? Yeah, I mean, they had shots off the line. Um, Dubravka made a number of good saves. Uh, and we offered next to nothing as usual. Um, <laughs> Steve Bruce has spent all week saying what a great window we've had when everyone went in the transfer window saying what we need is a centre forward. And instead, yeah. instead we bought a right back, a left back and a centre midfielder. <laughs> and by bought I mean borrowed. Um, of course. So, yes, we have Daddy Rose now, but unless he's going to score 10 goals between now and the end of the season, um, it's not really going to help. Bentleb uh, started, didn't he? Yeah, but he looks off the pace, which is not surprising because he hasn't, he hasn't played for four months ah, right. at Schalke. Um, <coughs> so, for all we're 12th now after today's results, we are seven points off the relegation zone and six points off fifth, which makes <laughs> no sense because we're utterly terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's very weird. Uh, Norwich's kit is underratedly terrible that's really horrible away kit they've got I think the problem they've got is when your home kit's green and yellow how would you make it in a way yeah. that's like less garish less, less garish than that and they're like well this, like, like last year didn't have like a green and yellow away kit like well yeah you know if it, if it clashed with your home kit it's probably going to clash with your away kit 
Yeah, they're, they're Norwich are doomed, aren't they? 18 points. They're, they just can't score goals. Uh, yeah, they've got the same amount of goals as us. Disgusting. Um, wow. But oh, seven points, effectively eight points adrift. Um, yeah, I, I can't see them getting enough points to get out of it. But they'll probably be in a decent enough shape to come back at the first attempt, I would think. Because they, yeah. they didn't spend a fortune when they uh, when they came up. So... No, they'll lose a couple of them players. Aaron's will go, I assume, um, Cantwell. Yeah, um, but as I say, like Pookie's one of these who looks like the kind of player who will score goals in the championship, and he might get he might get ten this season. But yeah, he's, he's probably not a Premier League player, really. No, the uh, new Cameron Jerome. Well, that's a great, a great comparison. <laughs> Reverne sure might too. Yeah. <laughs> Chris left off with some awful games to talk about. Uh, Sheffield United beat Crystal Palace one 0 I watched all the highlights on YouTube earlier, and this game wasn't even on there. All I remember of this is that for the goal, it's a corner which the goalkeeper carries over the line. I don't remember a single other chance in the game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that really doesn't. That sounds about right. It's, oh, Palace don't create chances, do they? they don't. No, and I mean their way to try their way to try and counteract that was to play Benteke and Ayu. So wow. ob- obviously they scored zero goals. <laughs> yeah, well that is uh, Ayu, Zaha, and Benteke. What has happened to Zaha this season? Yeah, he, he's, it looks like a, a window too far for him. I think he's uh, stagnated. He probably should have left when he had the chance. Yeah, uh, he is stuck now. I know. I know. By being a kind of <coughs> offered to loan him, but uh, unsurprisingly, Palace turned that down. Yeah, not much in that for them, isn't there? No, no. Uh, uh, yeah, Sheffield United win though. I, I mean, I, I just don't know how they do it. Like, I say that they were fifth for well, should have really been fifth if, if Man City hadn't balled up so badly today. But yeah, you know, look at that Sheffield United team and go, ah, oh, you know, they've really outplayed that opposition today. They, they just find a way. That's it. Their lineup yesterday: Bar Sander, Burge, and McBurney. It's the same team we played last season against yeah. them in the Championship, and they're still just putting out results. Yeah, I mean, John Lundstrom has played centre midfield for them all season. Yeah. And has done well, but... He, on the I, bench now. As I understand it, he barely played last season in the Championship, so how, how yeah. has it happened? Like, Wilde has just got them playing in such a way that everyone knows their jobs, and obviously it works for them, but uh, I don't think anyone saw them doing this well. Do you think they could have that thing where they do really well this year, like the Ipswich and the... Uh, things happen before they just really struggle next year yeah I think as you said just now what are 12 points of the, above the relegation zone yeah they've won a lot of games 1-0 um, <laughs> you could easily see them losing those same games 1-0 next season just you know to the way football is and then all of a sudden it's a very different table mm. one other thing in this was uh, Joel Ward was shown a red card but he got downgraded to a yellow after consulting the monitor yeah um, nice to see it is nice to see um I think uh, <coughs> the text there use it well exactly and I think Borlock was slightly lucky to stay on it would have mm. been a real dull whammy for Ward to be sent off yeah so I think they've, they've obviously got the right decision in the end but I'm pleased they've started using the screen a bit yeah it's there it, 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 for, for things like that it makes sense they don't need to use it for everything and some of the things we've seen VAR get involved with this season is ridiculous but if the options are there go and use it <coughs> now, let's talk Bournemouth and Villa. Bournemouth won. Um, my main talking about from this is Jefferson Lerma. What was he sent off for? Getting run into? Yeah. 
Seems harsh. Well, he's he's a walking card at the best of times. He is, yeah. But this, but, this time... Excuse me a second. <coughs> Choking on my own rage here. Um, <laughs> yeah, this time he uh, he really didn't deserve to go. There's a Jack Grealish, wasn't it? Just kind of just ran into him. And pushed him over, and then... Uh, uh, Lemma gets up and sees another yellow card flashing in his face and gets sent off. Yeah. It, harsh. Uh, it was harsh. I don't think he deserved it at all. No. Um, but yeah, they got the win. Uh, I, I said for years in this podcast, I don't like Aston Villa, and I do want them to go down, because it, it'd just be funny. But they're, they're, they're a, a complete one-man team. It's Jack Grealish or nothing. If he doesn't perform for them, they don't. nothing happens for them. Yeah, that's pretty much where I see them. To be honest, I was disappointed to see them make Wembley in the week because I also don't like them. But uh, yeah. if anything, if it distracts them from uh, yes, up, then you know it's a it's a bit of pill we'll have to swallow. But yeah, I don't. What, what does Jack? If they go down again, Grealish is gone. I'm assuming there's no way he wants another season of the championship. I think he'll go regardless. To be honest. Um, well, where does he go? I know they turned down a f- what reportedly turned a forty million offer from Spurs at the start of last season and kept him in the Championship. But where was he fit? They wouldn't fit in that Spurs team, I don't think. Well, not now they signed Bergwijn as well. Who well, was, yeah, plays a similar position to him. Um, I mean, Pep Guardiola was talking about him during the week. Wow. Um, he obviously wouldn't get anywhere near the starting team, but no. uh, Man City are always on the lookout for homegrown players, aren't they? Oh yeah, true. For the for the the old uh, squad rules, so maybe there. He strikes me as a player, Man United. They're going to spunk sixty million on for just just to get a signing, a big signing. Well, in. possibly, but <laughs> he probably wouldn't want to go to Man United at the minute because it's a bit of a poison. <laughs> it's a bit of a poison chalice, really. Yeah, it is. Um, Villa scored their first head goal of the season in this game from Samata. Really, uh, there's a fact. Yeah. Um, do you know anything about uh, Samata at all? Absolutely nothing. No, I think he played against Liverpool in the Champions League, someone was saying the other week, but um, I can't honestly profess to have haven't seen him play before. He's the first Tanzanian to feature in the Premier League, which well, is not surprising. No, but that's that. also the 117th different nation to have played in the Premier League. Oh. Worldwide. The Worldwide League, that, yes. That's, that's us, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, England, all-inclusive. We love the guys from all around the world. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, games have got left. Man United and Wolves. Possibly I one of the didn't worst, watch it. One of the work, worst actually. games ever. <laughs> um, it, was, it was just awful. Like, if you're being kind, you'd say it's two evenly matched teams cancelling each other out. But in reality, Wolves like to play on the counter. Um, like to get Traoré going. Whereas um, Man United don't have the capability to hold the ball. Without yeah. without Rashford, they've got no sort of X factor going forwards. So uh, this must be the third time they've played this this year with the two FA mm. Cup games, and we've seen one goal. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruno Fernandes made his debut. He had more shots, more shots on target, and made more passes than any other Man United player. Yeah, I mean, in that regard, he's definitely going to improve them. He had uh, <laughs> he had probably their best chance, which was a shot from the box, which he pinged straight down the middle of the goal. Yeah. Um, but at least he was trying to make things happen, um, which is you know more than you can say for most of their team. Yeah, it, they're just a dismal, didn't they? There's no, one, there's no ideas there. Oli is—he's he, just a dead man walking. It's just when they pull the trigger. 
Because I don't think uh, Fernandez is a Solskjaer signing, is he? He's a Woodward higher up signing. Well, exactly. Yeah, um, and I don't think we should get in the habit of you know throwing fireworks at Edward Wood's house. But no, um, he just hasn't done a very good job of recruiting players, has he? <laughs> the squad is so average for Man, for Man United. Yeah, it's it's a lot of money spent on players that you probably could have got better deals elsewhere. Like yeah. Maguire's Maguire's young, he's English, and he's he started the World Cup, so fair enough. But eighty million after they tried to haggle, and Leicester said no, eighty million, and eventually went back with it cap in hands. Okay, eighty million, we'll pay you that. Exactly. Like Juan Bissaka as well, fifty million, very good player, but he, after one year of Premier League football, yeah, and he can't attack. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was noticeable yesterday. Wolves were actively letting him be the outlet because he, <laughs> he, he can't. He hasn't really got a cross in him. Like he's, you know, yeah. a very good defender. Not many people beat him, but uh, a team at Man United have a lot of the ball. Kind of you relying on your fullbacks creating an overload, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. and it just didn't happen. And Pereira, I, I, I do not get how uh, he is starting he the Premier League football team. He is a bit. Someone <laughs> needs to look at his passport. <laughs> it's not really Brazilian, is it? <coughs> Welcome back, Chris. Yeah, we're talking Man United Wolves. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I kind of get it. I'm glad I caught this one because um, I, I watched this game and it was shocking. Did you? Absolutely shocking. The the atmosphere in Old Trafford as well. I, well, there was I supposed didn't... to be a walkout, wasn't there? Yeah. So but... I didn't know. I didn't notice the walkout, but <laughs> you, you, you probably wouldn't have noticed it. The atmosphere, unless they walked out before the game kicked off. Uh, apparently, it, it was didn't absolutely happen. shocking. Yeah. Oh. I can't even organise a walkout probably. <laughs> and I, I, I know, although Ed Woodward wasn't there, so maybe he he went. I did like um, showing his empty seat. Right, Chris. I know it was also the the match they used because it's closest to the Munich disaster date, ah, right, isn't it? Yeah. So they used it to you know obviously to pay their respects to that. Uh, but you know usually you don't pay respects for the whole of the game, uh, <sighs> and, and and just be continuously quiet. Ninety minute silences on there. Yeah, you know, considering Old Trafford, like it, it's it's one of those grounds that will, will never be empty because yeah, that it's kind of you know like your Chelsea's of the world and stuff. You know, the it, it doesn't have that many real fans there. You know, it's yeah. Man United. It's surprising how easy it is to buy Manchester United tickets as a, as, a, as, as a tourist. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, my son's a Man United fan. That's why I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> um, but like, he wanted to go to a game a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, it's going to be really difficult <laughs> to get tickets. It really isn't. Like, and yet getting tickets for an Arsenal game. Unless you're a member, you know, you have to go through membership hoops and, and all this to make sure you're an actual f- a fan and stuff. And I imagine it's the same, at, or, or, you know, practically, apart from Man City, uh, other, other clubs as well. Um, but yeah, you could literally just, it took me about 10 minutes to, to go on a website and, and find not unreasonably priced Man United tickets in a decent area of the ground. Um, but yeah, there was absolutely no atmosphere whatsoever. Well, the Wolves fans tried to get some, seeing there's only one with Edward Wood. Yeah, it, it's easy to sing about that sort of thing when it's not happening, <coughs> it, I suppose. Uh, so, uh, so I, I caught you talking about um, Bruno Fernandes yeah. and stuff like that. I didn't I didn't catch exactly your opinions on him, though, because obviously we spoke about it in the group chat yesterday, saying if it was really any good, he'd have been wearing gold last night. <laughs> um, well, he's their new saviour. Like I said, he had the most yeah. shots, most shots on target and made the most passes by any Man United player. But that, to be fair, that's a not a great stat, though, is it? Because your other option, I imagine your second most shots was and- Andreas Pereira, who yeah. probably wouldn't get picked for a game like on five side out in the street. Um, yeah. Do, do, do you think he'll make a difference? I think he will, but 
I think that team's hamstrung without Rashford anyway. Because um, Martial doesn't look like he's going to be arsed, ever. Yeah, well, they've got Igolo uh, coming in soon, haven't they? You know, will that help? Once he's released from quarantine, yeah. <laughs> you know, I did find it really strange that they were buying on a deadline day. They were buying a striker from a country that's grounded all flights. <laughs> <laughs> indefinitely. They did it by email, didn't they, as well? Yeah, his medical was take it was done in China. Which I mean, uh, is a step in know. the right direction from fax machines. We're getting there. <laughs> you know, but like abs- absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, it's his dream move. You know, fucking. He- no, we've yeah. really let go from Watford not long ago. He Isn't he 30 season. as well? Yeah, he's 30 years old on 300 grand a week and went half a season at Watford without scoring a Premier League goal. Fucking. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? It's mad. And, and they only went for him because they fouled, fouled in a bid for Rondon, apparently. Yeah, and the striker that we signed, they tried to nick and he said, no, nah, you're right, I'll go to Leeds, thanks. Mad, isn't it? It's like, it doesn't seem that long ago that Man United were the, the, the be-all and end-all. <laughs> And now they can't sign players against championship clubs. It's fucking great, isn't it? <laughs> it is, to be fair. Um, but that's like, they could bring in Messi, but if he's going to be passing to the likes of Pereira and Fred, that he comes to something when Fred has been their best player for the majority of this season. Wow, uh, yeah. I don't know what Fred does. I don't know what half that team do, to be fair. What do you guys make of Oli's interviews? I mean, I think he's a rat arsehole anyway, so I don't really care. I think someone's moved the goalposts. Yeah, he was trying to be funny. It was, uh, yeah. But it just went on and on. He was like, oh, if the goal had been five yards further over, we'd have scored. I'll have a word with someone about that. <laughs> and it was just like, you just shit. You shit my <laughs> Yeah, his, his, his interviews, like, he, what was it? Uh, oh, um, yeah, Wolf, Wolverhampton, you know, they're obviously a tough team to break down. They've only kept two clean sheets in the last 12 games, <laughs> both of them against Man United. They're not that tough to break down. They're a good team. I'm not denying by any, any mean that they're not a good team. But, like, yeah, he comes out with some shit, in it? Like that one, oh, yeah, when Man City played their full-strength team against you, you know, you're going in the white direction. Like, shut up, Ole. Fucking... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I just, I just... I just find him so disingenuous. Yeah. At all, I don't think, I don't think he's the the. I think he's like the Woodward's yes man. That's why he's got the job. Yeah. But the fans yeah. seem to see him as he's their savior. Have you read the thread doing the rounds on Twitter about um, Solskjaer's involvement with this player from uh, from Mulder? Mm. Yes. Yeah. It's an interesting reading, isn't it? It is. But you would be amazed at some of the things that football clubs. And I imagine this involves managers and agents and stuff, and especially the the newly created role in the modern era of the player liaison uh, officer clean up. Like I think, yeah, I think I've spoken on on the show about things that happened at Wolverhampton Wonders in the nineties, yeah, where where players who were doing quite well (laughs) for the club suddenly disappeared to an entire another country because things had happened off the field involving. Gangsters' wives and and stuff like that, and you know I guarantee every club has that sort of story oh, yeah. that that the fans know about. You know, obviously you've got you've got your players who have uh, perennially injured and and not you know serving drug bans mm. and stuff like that. So it's not surprising. Obviously, this instance that you're referring to, Dave, is deeply sinister. It is uh, <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. But I I imagine it's not the first instance of stuff like that happening. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. 
We've just got the Sunday games left, Chris. If you want to take oh, that What? Oh, have I missed Newcastle Norwich? Yeah, sorry. You missed the, the the thrill of that one and the thrill of the Palace Sheffield United 1 0 game as well. I didn't get to make my What's the Matter joke <laughs> before my filler. Did Dave make his What's the Matter joke? I don't think I, so. I, I couldn't remember if I made it last week or not, so I didn't make it again. <laughs> you did make it last week. No, you, did, you, yeah. you were like, oh, we hope he signed so we can, we can use the What's the Matter joke. Oh, damn, I hate my computer. Uh, okay. Oh, God, Sundays. Oh, I wish Tell it us about Burnley broken. Arsenal, Chris. I wish, it, I wish it had stayed broken for a little bit longer. <laughs> um, yeah, Burnley Arsenal. That was a thing that happened. Uh, Spurs, Manchester. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> like, I watched this. Like in a lot of pain on a lot of painkillers, and I couldn't even fucking. I think I hallucinated that Mesut Ozil started. Um, Match but that's stats a, are almost enti- entirely equal, yeah, which it, is it, really it, terrifying. But, don't get me wrong, but both teams had chances to win. Uh, yeah. How have, have you seen the Jay Rodriguez chance? Uh, yes. No, I saw an Aubameyang yeah. one that you missed later on. So yeah, well, the, the one Aubameyang missed in the <laughs> first half was even worse. Oh, uh, literally, all he had to do was hit it on target, and he almost hit it be- behind him for a corner. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's been out for three games, so that's obviously Watch his rusty. Patrick Bamford finishing videos. Yeah, um, yeah, we lost Saka, which which is weird, considering a few weeks ago, I was like, I wouldn't play him at left wing, let alone left back. Uh, but him and Martinelli have quite a decent understanding. Um so he went off, and that that kind of we had to put Xhaka into in, into left back because obviously we're short there at the moment. Uh, so that that kind of stilted us a little bit, and you you, you could tell um, Pepe was dropped. Ertzel was there apparently, um, but you wouldn't have known it. But yeah, uh, but Burnley Burnley looked solid. They've won their last two games against like Man United and and, and Leicester uh, and stuff. But yeah, Rodriguez he got a chance. What two three yards out? All he had to do was hit it on target and he hit the bar. <laughs> and then it bounced down off the bar and obviously the goal decision technology, the, the ball hadn't crossed the line, so it wasn't given. But he didn't even seem to follow up after he'd missed it. <laughs> it, was the most, it, it was the most casual volley you, you, you'll see, uh, to be fair. But yeah, uh, Arsenal have equaled the record for uh, draws. Uh, 13 draws already this season. Five away draws in a row now. 13 um, draws. 13 25 draws. games. Yeah, it's mad. That, I think that I think that's more than they got during their invincible season. Because <laughs> I think they drew 12 then, I think. It might have been more. I know we drew a lot that season uh, and stuff like that. But yeah, thir- thir- 13 draws. Uh, and considering this is our improved away record under Arteta, yeah. which is five draws because we've been quite poor away. I didn't realise it's been over a year since Lacazette scored away from home. Um, if he plays like he played today, it'll be over a year since he scores it again. <laughs> like he, he does not look himself at all. He, uh, I don't know what it is. He had he had one opportunity that Lacazette six months ago would have, or Lacazette at the Emirates would have slammed yeah. away. Um, but he just, it's not that he's rusted to the point where he snatches at it. He took too many touches uh, and stuff like that. There's a, there's a lot of calls for him to be dropped. Uh, but Arteta seems to want to try and build his confidence. But I, I don't even—I don't think we've got the run of games, you know. Unless we're going to be playing against West Ham soon. Um, <laughs> well, you got us yeah. next, so I mean things are looking. Oh, right. okay, okay. Yeah, but you guys <laughs> play about. You guys play twelve central defenders. Uh, <laughs> yep. So <laughs> good luck. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I—I I, I think we've written our season off now. I imagine we will go uh, hell for level for the Europa League and potentially the FA Cup. Uh, and the Premier League will just be used to try new things out. 
Uh, I think we'll be better once we've got players back from injury. Obviously, we've signed uh, a new player, well, two new players, one in Cedric, who will be back after the uh, international break, I believe. Because there's, there's the winter break now, and then there's the international break shortly after that. He might be back before then. Obviously, Kieran Tierney's due back about then. Uh, and we've signed uh, Pablo Mori. Uh, I thought I thought he might have been involved in some capacity today because apparently he can play anywhere across the back uh, as well at a push. Um, but obviously he was in pre-season with Flamenco, wasn't he? And he's had like four transatlantic flights Jesus. in a week because for some reason he flew over to do his medical, then something stalled, so he flew back to Brazil, <laughs> then had to come back at less than 24 hours later to confirm the signing. Which was really, really... Heads all over the place right now. <laughs> Did you see all this about the, the Mari signing them? Because it would have been really funny if we hadn't signed him. So when it first broke, he, uh, Edu, him and Edu flew back into, into I think it was um, Heathrow Airport. Uh, so him and Edu have come through. Now, you know you see when new like players are coming in for medicals and stuff like that. They usually keep their head down, don't they? Yeah. Come through. So Edu's come through, right? Head down. Like, don't talk to me. I'm not answering any questions. Mari's coming. The first guy goes, so what's it like to sign for Arsenal? But like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> 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 he hadn't even signed and you can see on Eddie's face it was just like what are you doing um, I like him already but yeah he, he was like yeah it's great yeah. Like, oh. and then like, and then obviously he's had two more flights uh, back to Brazil and that lot. so yeah but I think it looks promising but whether we get anything this season or not yeah I wouldn't be uh, rushing out to watch games at this point no so we'll say, uh, Burn- but Burnley looked really solid, really solid. It's really disappointing. I just hate Burnley. Like <laughs> whenever I see they're going to be on telly, I just go, oh, "Fucking hell, man!" Like you know exactly what you're getting. I mean, you know, you can't knock them because, as you say, they're very well organised, and I'm sure it works for them. But it's just the same old shit every year. Yeah, and Sean, Sean Dyche clearly does not like Arsenal. Because like, like every, <laughs> every time we play them, he has some dig at us. So today he's thinking about... Uh, so Mark Arteta came out and was like, I, the pitch was terrible. Which it was. It, you know, it's January in Burnley for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but then every time we play them, especially at their ground, you know, Dyche is moaning that we're time-wasting. It was fucking nil-nil for fuck's sake. Why would we be time-wasting? <laughs> Like we we just weren't we just didn't have any impetus to do anything that that wasn't time wasting that's how we currently play. Uh, yeah, it's just did yeah, you just, uh, did you spot Genduzi giving it back to the fans after ninety minutes? I didn't know. I so, wouldn't be surprised. So, he does get a stick. So the Burnley fans were giving him stick, and he was miming like hoofing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes him my new favourite player. <laughs> I, do, yeah. I do love Gwen Doozy. He, he, I, I know I give some grief to a lot of shithouse players on this podcast, and Gwen Doozy can be a shithouse, but he's, he's just so lovable with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, okay, then Spurs Man City was the uh, half past four. I still can't get used to this half past four thing. When did this start? This season. This year, this season. Is it, is it only this year? This, this, yeah. It, you know, it's weird. Like, you, I'm so used to it. Four o'clock kickoff, right? Four o'clock kickoff. Two o'clock, four o'clock. Yeah, I know it's. And to make it worse, right, so they've got this extra half hour. I don't know if you sit and watch the, the Super Sundays and whatever. No. Right, so you've got... Well, obviously not, because, you know, championship, in it. Um, <laughs> Even if we were on Sunday, I wouldn't watch those fucking idiots for half an hour. You'd definitely be on fucking Sky, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, we would. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, the Burnley game, say so the Burnley game, two o'clock, that finishes, right? And then they, they talk about it for five minutes, <laughs> and then they go, for all the reaction and analysis, go online or yeah. watch Sky Sports News, so and then they promptly, promptly talk about whatever the four o'clock game is. And then, so obviously I missed the second half of the Spurs-Man City game, so I thought, right, I'll catch up with, the, I got home just as it was finishing, I caught up with the, um, I thought, oh, I can catch up with the analysis and stuff after the game. They started talking about the fucking Super Bowl! <laughs> It's not even the same fucking sport. <laughs> 12 hours away in another country. Yeah, Sky's coverage <laughs> is getting really, really shit. Uh, yeah, so Spurs entertain Man City at the... Is it still Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? They've not renamed it anything yet. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, new signing Bergwin started for Spurs. Um, we might as well start with a penalty. So I, I, could, I, I, I didn't see this at the time and came in just as the fight was kicking off. So Man City got a penalty, which apparently was dubious. Well, it wasn't given for ages, so <coughs> Aurier did what he always does and just lunge in for no reason. Okay, as soon as um, you said his name, I knew it, he wouldn't be. <laughs> Ma- Mike, De- Mike Dean was like um, miming playing the ball, so they played on for about two minutes, and then eventually the ball went to like the goalkeeper at the other end, and then Mike Dean got the call on his ear to give a penalty, so he gave a penalty. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, Four minutes to give that penalty. Took. Was that long, wow. was it? Yeah. So, uh Obviously, Gundogan, who's German, never misses penalties. <laughs> missed the penalty. Took the most German casual penalty yeah. in the world. Yeah, and then Sterling, from, it looked to me like he made the most of Lloris's contact. Oh, uh, okay. I, I was going to ask about this, because if that penalty had been given against uh, Arsenal, I wouldn't have argued it. Uh, well, to me, he looked like he was on his way down before Lloris made that much contact with him. Mm. Um, and I think he was lucky to be on the pitch in the first place because his tackle on Deli Alley was not pretty in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So he was lucky to stay on full stop, really. But um, yeah, because this this whole five or so minutes seems to be the crux of the whole game, doesn't it? So yeah, Sterling, if it wasn't a penalty. Should he be booked for simulation? Uh, but we've seen multiple times this season that players have been uh, penalties have been overturned or not given by VAR, and a yellow card very rarely comes out for simulation. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think the only time it was reached strictly enforced was the first weekend after the rule was introduced. Um, yeah, and then yeah, the Sterling challenge on Ali, which at, fir- at first when I first saw it, I didn't think it was that bad, um, but then I've seen it a few times since. And yeah, I think the problem is. <laughs> How is it any different from the Aubameyang challenge a few weeks ago? Mm. When you see the still image, it always looks worse as well, which, you know, mm-hmm. it will, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't a good challenge. I say, and I think, I think Jose Mourinho said afterwards that uh, Son got sent off for a very similar challenge uh, by VAR a few weeks ago as well. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and it wasn't given. There just seems to be a, a lot of inconsistency with the um, the violent conduct um, reviews and stuff like that, but aside with with the with with the Loris and Sterling, considering Sterling got to the wall first, I am surprised that that, that, that wasn't given as a penalty. Personally, I think there was probably an element of, as you say, they'd already waited four minutes to give one pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, could he be asked with the hassle of another? Probably not. Yeah, I guess. Super Although, Bowl's coming up. We've got to get the coverage finished. I haven't said that it is Mike Dean. So, if anyone was going to do it, it would have been him. Uh, again, and then, and then, in in, in amongst all this, uh, Zinchenko uh, decided to run from the dugout. It seemed he came that far <laughs> uh, to get involved in a pushing match and earn a yellow card for. I'm not even sure what he got a yellow card for. Um, 
Mike Dean did some kind of chicken uh, thing, so I'm guessing it's for the for the hands and stuff like that. But if that's the case, like everyone involved should have got yeah. yellow card. Yeah, I had no idea what he, what he actually got booked for. But uh, but yeah, then so he he then got went off to uh, get a second yellow card, which you know for a, a innocuous foul, uh, I suppose. Uh, and then Spurs decided, right, we're gonna have a shot on target now, and scored. Now I, I've I've literally just seen the shot. But apparently, from the, the bits I've heard while I was preparing for the podcast, um, Bergwin looked like he was out on his feet. I honestly at, didn't, didn't know he point. was playing because I missed the yeah. first 10 minutes and I was about to think, well, maybe they'll bring him on. And then he scored. It's like, oh, he's already on. So, <laughs> good for him. Because he looked knackered after the game when they were interviewing him and apparently he'd been subbed off for he, quite a while. Well, he pulled up with what I hope for his sake was cramp. But, uh, yeah. Spurs probably had to have something much worse. <laughs> um, Spurs had three shots on goal. Scored two. Yeah, scored the first two, yeah. 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 It was the most Mourinho shithousey performance I've seen for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the the only other thing I've got written down about this game really is um, I, I kind of really like Young Min Sun's interviews because mm. like to hear him going about oh yeah the lads played really well and like, I, I find it really funny when you when you have like foreign signings. They've still got a bit of an accent and they come in and say yeah it's great to be with the lads or or they say the word <laughs> gaffer. <laughs> It's just, I find it absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Man, Man City, uh, for, I think two got two games in a row without scoring now. Uh, first time under Pep. Uh, it's all going wrong. It's Noel. What do, what do you think has gone wrong for them, though? I don't know. I didn't realise that it had been that long since, because before this game, there was a lot made of, I think it's been seven games uh, since Sterling got a goal or an assist. Uh, he starts season on fire, isn't he? Yeah, he, I say he's still their leading scorer. I think he's got twenty-four goals this season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's all competitions yeah. uh, and, and stuff like that. But yeah, to, to know that he's gone seven games, you know, without scoring. And I think I said to Dave last week. I was surprised that last week that when they were going on that he's still their top scorer when Aguero seemed to be scoring with every shot inside on target. Yeah. At, at, at one stage. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd, to do a loan out Angelino and Zinchenko uh, gets sent off for the very next day. I said Mendy's injured as well, which is really strange. I won't have it. <laughs> yeah, apparently Zinchenko was what was touch and go for this game. I, the Angelino deal was really strange because obviously they've had him before. They sold him to PSV, was it? Yeah. And then bought him back on a buyback clause. Yeah. He's come into the team and, and played quite a few games because obviously that left-back position is cursed. Uh, and then they've sold him again, but they've put in another buyback clause. Mm. Mendy was been, he was at Ellen Road on Tuesday and at Ellen Road yesterday as well. Why? 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 Well, yeah, why? Is he mates with this Augustine fellow? Is he? Well, yeah, he's mates with him, and he uh, he credits Bielsa for turning his career around as well. Turning so, like, his he's... career around? What? He's a professional fucking physio's dummy. Well, yeah, he's, <laughs> when, when he does play, it's quite good, but yeah, he <laughs> just can't have a blow. He used to be injured and not get paid, and now he does get paid. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did to be able to teach him how to log into Twitter? I think he was his boss <laughs> at Marseille. Must have been. Okay. But, so are we, start, are we starting the rumour then that if you don't bottle promotion this season, <laughs> uh, um, that Benjamin Mendy will be playing for Leeds in the in the? He can, I suppose the way he's going, he could play for you in the Championship. He won't be playing for us. He might be a Leeds <laughs> a, a registered squad player. You could get four games a season. <laughs> yeah, nice. Thought it was weird. He was there uh, twice this week. I think it's because he's friends of our new striker. Uh, also, you know, maybe just checking out the physio room in it. Yeah, yeah, that's mad that he was uh, at Ellen Road twice. Um, 
Anything else you guys want to say about the Spurs Man City game? Uh, it was a comedy of errors for the most part. Like Th- that was the Premier League this I, weekend. I, know. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed the match. Like there was a stage where like Man City could have shot on numerous occasions, just kept passing it, and then Gundogan blazed over the bar. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another one where Edison came running out and uh, sorry, someone one of the goalkeepers smashed in his defender. I can't remember who it was now. Oh, that was um, Moira and Edison. I saw <coughs> this. this. That was, that was in the first half, but in the second half, the ball half, kind of bobbles, and then yeah, okay, there's another one. Okay, in, in the second half, um, it, it was the chance I was just talking about. So Larice came out and ran into somebody, and then like. De Bruyne had a Aguero had a shot was blocked on the line and then the rebound fell to Aguero who squared it to Gundogan who just blazed over the bar and I was like well this is great <laughs> still more happened in that game more happened in the 10 minutes I saw of this game than happened in the entire of the Burnley <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much yeah the, the, I think the only game I have less notes on was the Newcastle Norwich game yeah that wasn't great so as I missed that Dave I'll go ask you a question mm. so, talking about Newcastle Joe Linton, right? Yes. What more does he have to do? To what? Because, because he looks like he's doing <laughs> good things. He gets on the end of crosses. So we spoke about Sebastian Haller earlier on. Joe Linton looks like he actually gets on the end of balls. Um, well, was, I don't know if you saw much of the day last night, but there was a great highlight where uh, the ball went out for a throw-in on the left wing and he took it, threw it to San Maxman and then stood and watched San Maxman dribble around the side of the box. <laughs> And we only play one up front, so if he's not in the box, <laughs> like I kind of see why he doesn't score many goals. I mean, you're right; like he's not the worst header of the ball we've got. He's, you know, he's in and around the penalty area. He's not terrible, but he's just thick. Okay. Um, he doesn't have that will to go and score goals, which is why he doesn't score goals. But on the plus side, uh, on Tuesday night we're on BBC One, so you and the entire nation can watch how bad we are against League One Oxford. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, it sounds like Joe Linton's having a very similar uh, run of form to, to Lacazette then, because there, there was a time during the Arsenal game this afternoon that I watched Lacazette play a forward pass uh, to Guendouzi, uh, when Guendouzi was in their half and jo- uh, Lacazette was in our half, and I was thinking, what, why are you there? What, why have you come that deep uh, to get the ball? But yeah, it sounds like Joe Linton's doing uh, anything very things very similar. Colin uh, Ross, as you hear... Tell us all about Leeds and their oh, we glorious quest to blow automatic promotion. <laughs> we just Where are they currently? Uh, second, I think. Se- How are you still second? Because the championship is fucking terrible. Okay. Between Who's us and West Brom. West Brom are top okay. of the minute. Because I know West Brom us. have been up, a bit up and down. Yeah, they've had worse form than us, but the media seems to just completely disregard that. It's weird, that one. We've won more games than them recently. Um, but yeah, well, our next two games are playing Forest and Brentford both away. Forest are fourth, Brentford are fifth. So big week. Okay. Brentford are like the the darlings of the championship at the moment, aren't they? They are, yeah, they're bad. I, 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 I do see a lot about them. They've got uh, they were their strike force apparently. So, yeah, you know, usually they're just known for having that shitty ground with four clubs on it. <laughs> they're moving from that apparently as well. Oh, that'd be a shame. Shame. Um, so not going not going to go up automatically this season. No, another season of uh, playoff disappointment, probably. Uh, has your thirty-five million pound striker played yet? Of course not. Yes, uh, our coach. He's going to take seven weeks to get fit first. <laughs> Wasn't even on the bench yesterday. Oh, okay. Wow. When uh, Pam- Patrick Bamford air shotted one, hit his standing foot and went backwards. 
Didn't Wigan well, score, 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 score straight from a corner? Yeah, yeah, because it was a bit windy. Like, he can't figure out how to catch a football. Uh, have you still got I the racist going goal? Yeah, I can't wait for him to be charged with racism and to fuck off and get suspended for a bit. You mean they haven't, they haven't done anything yet? Because our subkeeper, who's the guy that played against Arsenal, was really good, but he won't play him. To be fair, I was going to say, like, I'm surprised that, that how, how iffy your form is, because against us, you you were pretty good in the first half. No, we play like that every game, and then someone has one shot against us, it goes in, and we lose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for having Patrick Pamphlet in this one. It is. Yeah. It's annoying. Okay, uh, that is the, it. Then. Sorry, just quickly, we had 80% possession and 28 shots yesterday. Oh, I can't wait for you boys to get in the Premier League. Jesus <laughs> Christ. There's a last on match today slot for you. Oh no, we play like Man City. We just don't score goals. Neither so, so, so like Man City. Then, yeah. Right? <laughs> Excellent. Well, there's there's six points waiting for you against us next season. Uh, right then, that is it. Uh, right, I don't quite know how this winter break works. There are some games next week. Are there five? Yeah. So the games are split out across the next two weekends. Every single one of them is on TV. Hang uh, on, what? Yeah. So like next Saturday, you've got a twelve thirty and a five thirty. Yeah. Next Sunday you've got a two o'clock and a four thirty. Oh, I'm guessing BT <coughs> have got extra games then because yes. Sky are only Sky seem quite upset yeah. to report they're only showing one game. I think Sky time. Sky had to shove championship games in on a Sunday afternoon as oh, well. Oh, so there's Leeds sorted. So like, get ready, get ready for the Saturday Champions, the Premier League games: Everton, Palace, and Brighton, Watford. Yeah, cancel your plans. <laughs> um, I mean, next Sunday at two o'clock, Sheffield United v Bournemouth. <laughs> I mean, Leeds are on TV next weekend, as it goes, you know. Try and stop me. Um, Okay. So, So it'll be a short show covering the uh, lower half of the Premier League next weekend, then. Yeah, two games. It makes us laugh, though, because, like, Chelsea Chelsea don't play again until Monday the 17th of February at 8 o'clock. Yeah, two weeks off. Yeah, and then they play again the Saturday at 12.30, so, like, even though they get two weeks off, they still have, like, the shortest space (laughs) of time between their two games. Oh, never mind. Hopefully uh, Tammy Abram falls down the stairs or something <laughs> in that time. Uh, right, Dave, please pimp all of your socials. Uh, I'm on Twitter at CM9798 uh, and the website is cm9798.co.uk. Excellent. Ross, uh, pimp all of the podcasts you do. I'm going to do this one now, really, and the uh, First and Ten NFL podcast. Uh, but yeah, at Rossbow1984 and at First and Ten underscore. Excellent. You can find us at Man on the Post on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff. Uh, unless there's anything else you gents would like to bring up before we go? No, I'm good. Right, and that is it then. Always remember to keep your man on the post. Mm-hmm.